It's April 27th, 2022, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Cottonor. Our top story today, Russia's Gazprom halted natural gas deliveries to Poland and Bulgaria on Wednesday morning over their refusal to settle payments in rubles. Despite Gazprom's shutdown of deliveries to Poland and Bulgaria, gas continued to flow through pipelines to other customers. Poland gets 46% of its natural gas from Russia, and Bulgaria gets 90% of its natural gas from Russia. Poland has vowed to end imports of Russian coal, gas, and oil, and is pressing other EU countries to rapidly do the same. The U.S. is working to restart their diplomatic presence in Ukraine. Yesterday, U.S. State Department spokesperson Ned Price said the deputy chief of mission for the U.S. Embassy in Ukraine and members of the embassy team traveled to Lviv. He went on to say that we are accelerating preparations to resume embassy Kiev operations just as soon as possible. Earlier this week, President Biden nominated Bridget Brink the current U.S. ambassador to Slovakia, to be the U.S. ambassador to Ukraine, position which has gone unfilled since 2019. Drone giant DGI Technology Co. said it will temporarily suspend business in Russia and Ukraine to ensure its products are not used in combat, making it the first major Chinese firm to cite the conflict in halting sales in Russia. Ukrainian officials and citizens have accused DJI of leaking data on the Ukrainian military to Russia, allegations the world's largest maker of consumer and industrial drones has called utterly false. In my opinion, China is having a real problem triangulating its positioning here. They want to support their friend in Russia, but want to be able to do so without getting blowback from the international community. As the war drags on, Moscow will put more pressure on Beijing to more fully and openly support them. There has always been concern in foreign policy circles about a strong alliance between China and Russia. But as the war in Ukraine shows, China and Russia will only cooperate up until the point where it becomes inconvenient for them. India has bought more than twice as much crude oil from Russia in the two months since its invasion of Ukraine as it did in the whole of 2021. Refiners in India have placed orders for at least 40 million barrels of Russian oil since the invasion on February 24th, Reuters calculations based on information from crude tenders and traders show. That compares with total imports of Russian oil into India of 16 million barrels in the whole of last year. While New Delhi has called for an immediate ceasefire in Ukraine, it has not explicitly condemned Moscow's actions. Washington has already said that it does not object to New Delhi buying Russian oil below market rates, but warned against a steep rise in imports as that could hamper the U.S. response to the war in Ukraine. A total of 52 Colombian human rights activists and community leaders have been killed in the first three months of this year, authorities say. The victims include 28 land rights and community rights activists, nine indigenous activists, and four farming activists. The homicides against social leaders and human rights defenders seriously affect the foundation of democracy, said Carlos Camargo, Colombia's human rights ombudsman. 
The country is one of the world's most dangerous for activists. While Colombia signed a deal with its largest rebel group, the Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia, better known as the FARC, in 2016, other armed gangs continue to operate in the country, the world's largest cocaine producer. North Korea's leader Kim Jong-un vowed to expand his nuclear arsenal at the fastest possible speed and threatened to use it as his government displayed a large array of missiles and other weapons, including its newest intercontinental ballistic missile, during a nighttime military parade on Monday. North Korea's growing nuclear missile threat will probably be one of the most pressing diplomatic issues discussed during an expected meeting next month between President Biden and South Korea's president-elect Yoon Song-yeol. Hunger is soaring across conflict-ridden Burkina Faso, a result of increasing violence linked to al-Qaeda and the Islamic State group, which has killed thousands and displaced millions, preventing people from farming. Some 3.5 million people are food insecure, with nearly 630,000 expected to be on the brink of starvation, according to the latest food security report by the government and UN agencies. This is an 82% increase from last year of people facing extreme hunger. The World Food Program reports that globally, more than 870 million people have insufficient food consumption, and 17 countries have very high levels of hunger. In Slovenia, voters said no to the policy of the previous government. With almost all votes in Slovenia's parliamentary election now counted, it is clear that right-wing Prime Minister Janez Janza has been defeated by newcomer Robert Golub and his liberal green freedom movement. At almost 70%, turnout was one of the highest in the country's history. Two of the UK's best-known condiments are getting a royal makeover to mark the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. Heinz is releasing limited-edition bottles of HM Sauce and Salad Queen to mark Her Majesty's 70 years on the throne. Heinz brand manager Anke von Hanstein said, quote, This is an extraordinary moment for the Queen and the great British public, and we want to celebrate this with two of our most well-loved and historic sauces. The sauces are regularly called HP sauce and salad cream, respectively. And I, for one, could do without knowing what a salad cream is. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at daily at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. So go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, tune in to Deep State Radio to hear yesterday's episode where Rosa Brooks spoke with Angela Stent, Max Boot, and Suzanne Nussel about the war in Ukraine. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief. <laughs>